and welcome into another episode of Inside the Nest, episode 91 to be exact. We're joined by Brandon Sutton, the OG, and the JG, Jordan Griffith. I'm your host, Nolan Alexander. Here we go, guys. couple of weeks from today, it's going to be game week, September 2nd. Kennesaw State football at home against Reinhardt University. It seems like camp started the other day, and I think that's what happens here. I know it's different from a player's side, Brandon, but from the outside looking in, it seems like in the flip of a switch, you're already at the beginning of school starting, and next thing you know, it's going to be the season kickoff. How do you guys feel ready to start this season September 2nd against Reinhardt? I'm raring, ready to go, man. Like I've been looking forward to getting football back and just – and just being able to see these owls go out there and play and try to win another conference title for the school. And just like you were saying, just from a player's perspective, school starting back up. The first game is just right around the corner. Everything's starting to ramp up, get faster, get rolling. And like you think like, oh, wow, it's it's so much time being a few weeks. But really, like when you're practicing, going to class and doing all that, it just goes by and blink of an eye. Jordan, how about you? I'm just I'm just ready to get it started. You know, school started today. You know, it took me a while to figure that out. Apparently, you know, it took a couple of weeks to, to find out exactly when school started. Um, but, you know, when school starts my entire life, when school starts, you got a couple of weeks, then football starts fall. It's just an association you always have. And I'm just ready. The spring season was nice. It was a nice introduction. My first time watching Kennesaw State football. But I'm ready to get to the real deal. The fall season. I'm, I'm very excited. Well, the football team held its first scrimmage over the weekend. Brandon, what's something in your time as a Kennesaw State Owl that after that first scrimmage that was kind of a, a big takeaway point for you, no matter how well the teams did offense or defense, what all could you take away the first time you were able to get together for a full practice and go at each other? That's that first like full contact scrimmage is it's a really great just because like get your mind back in the tone of okay, we're it's almost game time. And just like being able to go out there and not, okay, run a play, reset, and just being able to just go out there, run a few, get a, get some things flowing, just get get going again as a unit. It, it really helps build just the, the, the flow of energy between the guys. It just helps start ramping things up towards that first game coming up uh, in, here in a couple of weeks, actually. And what's film session like afterward? The coaches will always try to take a, a film session after a scrimmage and try to make it feel like more like game reps. So, so it's a lot more intense and just more focus driven on, on the details, the little things and just things that you normally would focus on during just a normal film session, but just multiplied by like five because the coaches want to start realizing, start getting the mindset of, okay, if this were a actual game or if these were live reps, you can't make these mistakes. You can't take these wrong steps. You can't miss this play. It's just multiple things that they would just try to harp on and try to get you in the mindset ready to go and just getting ready to start the season up. Well, one position that every single fall KSU fans have their eye on is who's taking snaps underneath the center. And this year, Jonathan Murphy, Xavier Shepard are both battling for snaps for KSU. And Jordan, you had the opportunity in the spring to watch both those guys in the field each make one start for Kennesaw State. Murphy obviously came off the bench to earn Big South Offensive Player of the Week honors against Charleston Southern. He started against Monmouth. Shepard, on the other hand, made his first career start against Robert Morris, won Big South Freshman of the Week honors in a 35-0 win against the Colonials. What excites you about these two? Honestly, just going back to last spring was the fact that they both played so well in a very quarterback-heavy offense, running the ball so often in, in the 
triple option like they do in Kennesaw State. And they both stepped in, and they commanded the offense pretty well. Sure not to the maybe the extent that you had Bryant, but he was a veteran. And they came in, both freshmen, and they absolutely tore it up. I think that they both had really good years. Brandon, I want to talk with you about the offensive line. There's veterans that are back. Y'all interviewed Jake Laster last week, and despite the veterans coming back, it seems like there is another step that this offensive line has to take and things that they have to do better. That's a group typically, and you may have mentioned this, that's maybe like the last position group to all kind of get in sync in a preseason camp. Where are they at in their progress right now? Well, just just like you were saying, it's the offensive line is one of the harder groups for everybody to get in sync because it just it's, it just takes time. Like you have to be around those guys. You have to take these the number of reps with this this exact group of people. Like it, it just takes time for them to all get in sync with one another and just be able to just cohesively know what the guy next to you is thinking, knowing that he's gonna get his assignment and just being able to lock in. And and once you have that, once you've been able to build that that. Um, just, just that the mental state, just all five guys just being able to come together. The next step is for them to actually be able to execute their blocks and just, uh, just uh, get their assignments down and make every make every protection call and just handle everything from the front standpoint. And and right now, coming off a of first scrimmage like this weekend, I'm sure like that cohesiveness is starting to build between the guys. Seeing okay, in this scenario, this is what I'm going to line up with. I'm going to be seeing these guys next to me and just you start building that trust. And, and that's one of the biggest factors when it comes to the offensive line, just being able to trust your, your guys to the left and the right of you, knowing they're going to get their job done and just knock it out of the park and just be able to do all, all you can do. Let's flip it over to the defensive side. Jordan, the past couple of weeks, you've had the opportunity to speak with Chance Bates and Xavier Reddick. Now, obviously, Kennesaw State loses the all-American transfer Bryson Armstrong, greatest defender in KSU history, goes off to UCF. He played a different linebacker position than what Bates and Reddick are doing. However, those two have been dominant forces in preseason camp, and that's a good sign for this defense, especially after what you saw out of those two last spring. Yeah, absolutely. And just talking to them when we were doing our interviews with them, they're just both they're just they're laser focused. Both of them, they they're ready to step up. They know the hole that they have to fill with Bryson, but he's not coming back. It's time. Someone's got to step up. They have to fill that hole on defense. And with a KSU defense, there's got to be attitude. There's got to be someone out there that maybe doesn't say the right thing, maybe has a little bit more attitude than the other players. Those guys are going to have to step up, and I think they both will. And then, Brandon, to flip it over to the defensive line, look across the defensive board. For the most part, the two-deep is back from last spring. Barkley sat there and, and he's mentioned the dominant forces, the Desmond, the Tyler Scotts, the Travis Bells, the Peyton Morris, the Joel Parkers. What could a healthy, veteran, stronger defensive line do for a KSU defense that is retooling in a lot of ways the linebackers in the secondary? Well, first things first, just having that depth up front and that many guys that can make an impact is going to be so impactful on the linebackers because. They're not going to have to worry about what's going on in the middle. They know those guys are going to be handling their assignments, getting through, getting penetration, which is going to allow them to allow the linebackers to run free, fill holes, uh, get in, get deep in case for uh, any passes, and just be able to just do what they want to from a uh, from a linebacker perspective. And that also is going to allow the secondary. They're going to be able to play tight coverage, 
press a little bit more, knowing that those four guys up front are going to be getting pressure on the quarterback, making him get rid of the ball quick and just try to get out of his get it out of his hands. And and just having a quarterback with that quick decision making and just being able to get that pressure from the inside is going to alleviate so many different sections of the defense. And it's just going to allow guys to be able to just play, play their own game, stay in their own positioning, just make the plays from any part of the field. Well, guys, great catching up with you today. Let's take a short break here on Inside the Nest. When we come back, we'll be joined by our coordinators, Grant Chesnut and Danny Verpel. Brandon, Jordan, fun as always. Looking forward to seeing you guys here next week. Today tastes like movie night. Okay, whose turn is it to choose? And everyone's favorite hit, pizza and Coke. Today tastes like front row seats for all. Like cushions and popcorn. And counting the seconds. Today tastes like a slice of the action. Like we belong here and now. And it never tasted this good. Coca-Cola. Together tastes better. At Fifth Third Bank, we hold ourselves to a higher standard. Just look at our name, Fifth Third. Five thirds equals 166.7%. So, according to the laws of mathematics, we are obligated to put 166.7% into everything we do. From our great customer service, to our security solutions, to providing you access to over 45,000 fee-free ATMs nationwide. This is banking a Fifth Third better. Learn more at 53.com. Fifth Third Bank, member FDIC. Defensive coordinator Danny Verpale joins us as Kennesaw State gets set for the season opener September 2nd against Reinhardt University. Coach, we've gotten through the camp portion of the preseason, now looking at the start, the first week of school, so obviously a transition with the team and their practice schedule. So for the first, I guess, coming up on two weeks now, what's impressed you about your defense? I've been impressed the way the guys handle themselves and the mentality and the, the attitude they had. Um, they came out attacking everything. And, uh, you know, through camp, camp was a grind, and we got after them a good bit. And uh, But they've, they've all uh, had a good attitude, a good mindset. They, they've been working. And then there's been some, you know, new bodies step up with people, you know, being banged up and whatnot and just come out and next man up mentality. So um, I've been impressed with how they've handled themselves and how they took care of their business. Because it was, you know, 13, 11, 11 practices, 13 days, ball and team from 6.30 a.m. to 9, 10 o'clock at night. So it was, it was a little bit of a grind. So I think going back to this point last year and, and up to spring ball, you know, there's a lot of time for guys to get in the playbook and understand the verbiage of the defense. <clears throat> now we have some new bodies in there. Has been there been any more an emphasis on team meetings and understanding the vernacular of the defense and uh, where everybody fits up as opposed to maybe last year or the year before? Well, there's so many new faces and new bodies in there. And um, you know, we wanted to focus on getting good at what we do and getting our identity back. And so, you know, we, we, we made, you know, our camp goals of things we want to master and get back. And, and more of it was a mentality deal and, and how we play and go about our business. And then we also switched up some of the vernacular and how we call things and, and, the, and the things of that nature just because, 
you know, certain things have been called something. So uh, we switched some of those things up. So there was a little bit of learning curve in that aspect. It's all the same. So, you know, there's di different ways to call things. You know, some people call it blue. Some people call it seven. Some people call it a hole. Some people call it a robber. Could mean the same thing. It's just what, what you name it. And um, I think our guys, if you get enough reps of it, they understand that and they they they'll they'll, they'll get a hold of it. But so we switched this some of that up actually, Nolan. So <laughs> it wasn't hey we're coming back to it because we wanted to focus more on the, the guys that we have and then just the mentality and the attitude of the team. Sure. Well, we won't dive into what all those new calls are, but I want to take the defense and break it down by levels, starting with the back end. That's secondary. There have been some new numbers and new faces that have been moved around back there. So far in camp, how do you feel about your secondary and the progress that you've seen and what more you want to see out of them leading up to Reinhardt? First, we want to get everyone back going and practicing. There's, there's been some surprises. There's some new faces, you know. We got some guys who transferred in, and then there's some younger guys who are stepping up as well. You know, we have Javon Singletary here, and Cole Lowden been, been practicing really hard and, and doing everything, you know, that, that he's been doing and, and being a good leader. And then uh, so Irwin Bird and Welton Spotsville are some new faces that come in. Then we have some freshmen who uh, who are, surprised, you know, very, very good and talented athletes. So um, we want them to come in, compete. We said, hey, there's, you know, no starters. Everyone's it's, it's up for grabs. It doesn't matter who you are, where you're from, what year you are. Uh, so we want to keep that constant competition. So uh, I'd really like to get everyone back going and focus these next two weeks and then uh, let it play out. And it's going to, you know, we want to have weekly competitions. Looking at the linebacker ranks, we made a lot about Chance Bates, and he's been such a consistent force throughout preseason camp. Xavier Reddick's a guy we got to know in the spring. Seems like he's taken a step up. And then obviously there's a big hole to fill when it comes to Bryson Armstrong and who's going to take that Sam spot there. So with your linebackers, Coach, kind of seems like you've got a mixed bag of some known commodities and then looking to try to fix in a place where an All-American's been before. Yes, yeah, it's, it's tough to replace Bryson, as always, because he was just a really good player, but... Uh, Chance Bates has probably had one of the best camps, and it, his body's transformed. He's playing at a different level, and Xavier Reddick as well. And that's off of both them. They've been both really getting after it and just stepping their their game up. And I, I'm really impressed with you know what they have done. And we have some newcomers, Evan Thompson coming in, and um, you know he played at Florida Tech, played a lot of football, made a lot of plays. So those, and then you got you know you got your guys returning, your Jalen Barnum's, and and we got some new freshmen and guys come off injuries. That are going to chance to go out there and compete. In that Sam Nickel position, Cade Loden, we have Carlin Binyard, we have Montrell Jenkins, and we have a you know a Welton Spotsville transfer from North Carolina. All those guys have been impressive. Some have been banged up in camp, so it's 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 kind of tough to see who's been doing what. But you know, Garland Binyard has been a he's a phenomenal athlete, very long, very raw, coming from Irwin County, played both sides, played a little bit of everything, and uh. So it's going to be interesting. They're, they're still competing in that position right now, but there, there's, uh, there's a lot of talent. It's just the experience is something you can't replace with Bryson, but, hey, uh, someone's going to have to step out there and do it. So I'm excited to see how they go attack things. Even in the history of Kennesaw State football, it's still pretty rare to have a true freshman come out and make a start at any point of the season, much less opening day. What does it say to Binyard coming in and being able to have the opportunity to make the most of these reps and maybe in – a spot where numbers are limited due to guys kind of being banged up. Well, what does that say to what he's been able to show you? He's tough. He didn't miss one rep, didn't miss a practice. We kept him out there back-to-back, -back and he didn't complain. And uh, 
just shows you the type of kid and character and where he comes from and, and uh, his mentality. Um, like I said, he, he is raw. He is still young, but th- those reps are invaluable for a young man like that with other people being banged up. And uh, he is sky's the limit talented. We just got to get, you know, just get the things cleaned up because, you know, you're, you're, you're going versus option, then you're going versus spread, then you're going versus different things. And as a freshman coming in, you're learning a new language. Then you got this offense, then that offense, and they're looking at you like cross-eyed, like, hey, man, just go get the ball. Go tackle the guy at the ball. And he's really good at that. <laughs> That'll work. See ball, get to ball, take down the ball carrier. And lastly, Coach, that front level, your defensive line, a lot's been made out that, uh, for the most part, the two-deep is back this year. You've got veteran presidents, the Travis Bells, Tyler Morris, Desmond Scotts, Peyton Moore out in the end. Joel Parker, who earned the Iron Owl Award for this summer. You know, Coach, on paper, this looks like to be the strongest unit out of the defense so far. How have they matched up to that in camp? When all the guys are out there and rolling and healthy, it, it, it can be impressive when they're playing with their hair on fire. Uh, there's some grown men there, the guys who play a lot of football. Um, you got Carrick Reese, who's also you know, a speed rusher, is just getting them all out there, getting them all healthy. Um, I, I like the mentality of those guys you know we got a lot of guys from alabama we call them the bama boys they're over there they came off on a goal line drill um and it's just a different mindset they're playing at a different speed and that's that's what we want to do should be the strength of our defense with older guys who've played a lot of college football coming back and so now we just got to get everyone out there together and get this thing rolling but i've been really happy with those guys when they're out there it's we even got some new guys and some freshmen coming in that have been had forced to get some reps, and, and they're impressive as well. Uh, Adam Watkins and Michael Hines in the scrimmage took a lot of reps, and they got a really bright future ahead of them too. So um, it, it's, 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 it's a good thing. You always want to be good up front because you can have the best corners you want. If you ain't got D-line, good luck. So uh, I'm, I'm happy and pleased with that. And then I said just get it rolling and get this thing going here. Well, Coach, thanks so much for the time for joining us on Inside the Nest. Uh, congratulations on getting through the first half of the preseason, the camp portion, and looking forward to watching you and the Owls out at the Perch and then at Fifth Third Bank Stadium. Awesome, Nolan. Great hearing from you. Hope you're doing well. Appreciate your time. Thank you. Wellstar delivers people care right here in Georgia. That means it's easy to get expert care with hundreds of locations, virtual visits, and same-day appointments close to home. Count on Wellstar to help you live your healthiest life. Visit wellstar.org. If you're enjoying this episode of Inside the Nest, be sure to rate, like, and subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcasting platform. Let's get back to it with the head coach of the Owls, Brian Bohannon on Inside the Nest. Offensive coordinator Grant Chesna joins us here on Inside the Nest. Coach, we just heard from Coach Verpale about the updates with the defense. Now switch it over to the offensive side. We're through, I guess, kind of like the halfway point of the preseason from the camp to now when the team's getting ready for Reinhardt, still going through, learning more about its own self on offense, but now dealing with school and the change in schedules. So given kind of at the median point right now, what do you make of what you've seen from your offense as a whole? Well, I think the most encouraging thing is is the guys have come with a great attitude and, and to work hard on a daily basis. And if they'll continue to do that, we'll continue to get better. That's absolutely been uh, one of the best things that has occurred during camp is that the guys have had a good attitude they've, and they've gone to work. You know, I think as we continue to move forward through the preseason, um, there is a lot for us to improve upon from an execution standpoint. I'm thankful that we have a couple more weeks of preseason ball 
uh, practice-wise to, uh, to start <laughs> dialing in our fundamentals and our assignments and continuing to improve our effort. You know, we've built this program with EAT, you know, and the, and the E in EAT means effort. And that's something that we are continuing to prioritize. You know, we want to be the, the team that plays the hardest in the country. We want the uh, offense, you know, the hardest playing offensive unit in the country. So we're continuing to prioritize that as well as fundamental and schematic execution. So is it difficult to have such a good attitude that you've spoken about, Coach Verpeil, Coach Bo spoken about at this point in preseason drills? Well, I tell you what, man, camp's a grind. It's a grind for coaches. It's a grind for players, you know, and uh, and to keep a great attitude, man, that's imperative to continue to move forward and, and uh, you know, build your team. You know, this is not easy. <laughs> the stuff that we ask of these young men is not easy. So uh, particularly in today's world, to have a group of guys that are willing to roll up their sleeves and go to work on a daily basis with a great attitude, that's a huge advantage. You know, it gives us a great opportunity to to get to where we want to go, which is to the gold standard, back to our gold standard. What's one part of camp that's a grind as a coach that fans wouldn't think of? Well, it's just the hours. You know what I mean? You're 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 here late. You're you're back early. You know, I went uh, 13 or so days, and uh, you know, never saw my my children awake. <laughs> I kissed them at night when I got home while they were asleep, and I kissed them again in the morning while they were asleep, and. My wife and I kind of passed each other on the way to the bathroom in the middle of the night. So it was just, uh, you know, it's just, a, it's kind of a grind and that's part of it, you know, and um, that's why, you know, my wife would tell you it's definitely a calling and uh, for me and, uh, you know, everybody understands that as far as the family goes, but, you know, it's just, uh, it's a day-to-day -day grind, man. Um, but it's a good one, you know, because you know, you're setting that foundation strong like you need it going into your season. Well, let's talk about one position that fans always have their eyes on. That's the quarterback position. We return Xavier Shepard and Jonathan Murphy, who both started at least one game in the spring. Known commodities with Kennesaw State. Are they on their track to grow as quarterbacks here in the preseason? Well, both of those guys um, have improved from a fundamental standpoint, understanding the offense, you know, as each practice goes by. Of course, now they're heading in, you know, to, to I guess you could say their second year of being <laughs> – priority quarterbacks for us as far as reps and playing time. And uh, you can see that growth. Very encouraging. They're both doing a better job of running the offense and uh, understanding what we're trying to accomplish. And then, uh, you know, as I said a moment ago, the fundamental execution of, of the things that we do at quarterback, you're starting to see those things improve and sharpen up. And uh, of course, as those guys go, so does our offense, right? It's a, definitely a quarterback driven offense. So I'm excited about progress that I've seen in both of those guys um, you know both Jonathan and uh, and Shep have done a great job of working hard through camp and, and improving on a daily basis again offensively in general we still got a lot of work to do but I'm very encouraged by by both of those guys how well are they commanding the huddles they're doing a good job you know that's one thing that comes with experience you know and and as these guys have had you know, some more, you know, as they've gained more experience over the course of the last year and particularly through the spring season and now into the fall season, um, their confidence is growing. And as their confidence grows and their understanding of the system grows, it's a lot easier to step in that hole and take control of it. And, and both of those guys are absolutely growing in that area. Looking at the two back depth, Kyle Glover's back for another season. The senior comes back looking to 
take care of some unfinished business, as he told me. And then you've got Preston Daniels, who started the last game of the spring season. He kind of burst onto the scene in the spring. We know those two. Who else is trying to pave their name in the two-back room? Of course, we've added Gavin Marks, you know, the transfer uh, from Naval from the Naval Academy, and and Gavin's had a had a solid camp. You know, he was banged up on the front end of camp, but now he, but when he got healthy and, and was able to go practice, you saw some things that were really encouraging from him. Um, you know, and then we've got some freshman guys that have come in. Um, you know, Zaire Scotland had a good camp, particularly being that he's just a freshman. Um, you know, so I'm very encouraged by the by the two back room. There's there's some depth in there. There's some guys that we feel like can help us. Some may not be able to help us now, but in the future, you feel like they can. You know that that room will be a really strong room. Um, but you know, right now, the addition of Gavin with Preston and Kyle and the growth of, of Zaire in particular uh, as a freshman, that's really encouraging room. And then of course you have Quan in there as well, who is a super talented, very athletic young man. And, uh, you know, we're excited about him as well. So we always know with the slots, it, the biggest progression for them is being able to first. They're used to carrying the football in high school for four years, but now they got to come into our offense and they got to master arc blocking out on the edge. Out of those younger guys, who have you seen the improvement in their blocking game? Well, I tell you what, the you know, when you're talking about guys coming to work with a better attitude and the encouraging piece of that, that room in particular, their attitude has been – has been very, very good. And it's led to some significant improvement in some areas for them. And, and one of those areas that I think we're starting to do a better job is in the blocking realm, you know? So guys like Adele who, you know, are going out there and throwing their hat in the ring and doing a much better job blocking uh, than maybe they've done in the past. And that's, a, you know, that's an attitude thing, man. That's a willingness to go do what you got to for the team to help, help the team win. I'm very encouraged by, you know, you were talking about the younger players. I'm very encouraged by both the freshmen, Takeem, as well as Gabriel. Both of those guys are smart young men, and they're picking up the offense uh, relative for a freshman. They're picking it up quickly, um, and they're working hard. You know, it's important to them, and, and, you know, and they're growing. Still have some room for growth, for sure, when it comes to blocking and doing the rolling up your sleeves dirty work in that room. Uh, just as we have areas of growth that, you know, the areas that we need to improve on at, you know, at every group and every position uh, to con continue moving towards putting the product out there that we want to this fall. Well, Coach, when I watch the receivers do their drills one-on-one -on -one or past skeleton, see more plays from guys that were lower in the depth chart before, the pinholsters, the hills of the world. We've got Hagler, O'Neill, Gonzalez coming back to headline that group. Mm -hmm. But as long as I've been at Kennesaw State, a challenge that has always been put out there is trying to have one guy step up, always like be that mm -hmm. guy in the offense. Where do yeah. we stand in that process? Well, I, I think, you know, that that absolutely has been um, a consistent in this system for years where we end up having just kind of one primary guy that gets most of the balls and you mentioned several that are doing a great job, but I think right now we actually potentially have multiple receivers who can do that, which is really encouraging. It's going to be interesting to see the natural course of things as we go into the season and how that kind of kind of looks, you know. But there's definitely a lot of encouraging things in the wide receiver group as far as being able to go make plays down the field as well as, you know, their willingness to do those those things that make the offensive system go, which is blocking. You know, it, it is a really, really good room, an outstanding room of young men. But, um, but you know, to get back to your question, I'm, I'm really excited about the potential of having multiple guys 
which, you know, obviously will make it that much more difficult for defenses. Well, last but not least, Coach, this is uh, an unofficial offensive and defensive line podcast. We've got Brandon Sutton. We've got Barkley Miller. So we talk about the line a good bit. And you are the position coach in addition to being the offensive coordinator for our offensive line. So yeah. give us the skinny, if there is yeah. a skinny on the O-line. Give, give us the skinny on the O-line here through preseason camp. Well, I think it's very similar to the other position groups. Their attitude has been great, and they've gone to work. Um, we're still pretty young in the guard box. You know, with those inside guys, uh, with the exception, of course, of Will Nanofabu at center. Uh, but the guards in particular, you know, they're younger guys right now. We've, we've got T-Packs, you know, Terrell, but Terrell was banged up a little bit in, in uh, camp, rather, and uh, didn't get as many reps as I would have liked for him to. So what you had was a, a bunch of young guys getting a lot of very, very valuable reps. Um, there are some encouraging signs in there. But like I said about the, you know, about pretty much every position group. I'm, I'm thankful that we got a couple more weeks of preseason to go continue to work hard and get better. You know, really, we've identified probably six guys that we feel like we could go play a game with right now. And, and those six guys, you know, we may be rearranging deck chairs a little bit and finding the best fit each week for those guys. As far as the growth of some of these younger guys, uh, it was really invaluable. Camp was for them. And I think maybe as the season progresses, you know, you might be able to see some of those guys in a game, uh, you know, later on in the season. What are your older guys, the tackles on the outside, Lassner, Katina, doing to help those younger guys inside the guard box get up to speed? Yeah, well, Lassner and Katina look like older guys this, this camp. That was super encouraging. Really, the biggest bright spot for the offensive line was, uh, you know, Jake and, and Zion and their performance in camp. You know, both of them came to work every day and, and both of them got better. And, you know, when you're, when you're able to handle your own backyard, so to speak, when you're able to go out and do your job, it makes it a little easier for you to be a leader, for you to pour into those younger players. And, and I would tell you that both of both Zion and Jake did a, did a great job of that during camp. And uh, it was, it was uh, very appreciated on Coach Cook and my part, that's for sure. Thanks so much for the time. Is there anything else about the offense that we haven't discussed that you think is pertinent for uh, fans to be aware of at this point? I know Coach Propel and Coach Bo, and, and I'm, I'm kind of kicking the dead horse a little bit, but the positive attitude gives you a chance to get better. You know, if they'll continue to do that, then you got a better opportunity to, to improve faster. And that's the goal right now. You know, you can't, you, can't, you can't improve fast enough this time of year. You know, it's a race against the clock. Coach Chesna, thanks for the time, and best of luck here in uh, preseason practice. All right. Thank you, Nolan. Thank you for having me. Well, thanks for joining us today on Inside the Nest. Do want to apologize about the audio quality and the interviews with Coach Verpale and Coach Chesnut. If you couldn't tell, we did that virtually, so had a little bit of lag in there. But we got their answers. That's the most important thing. And I think the resounding answer from both of those coaches and from what we heard from Coach Bohannon is the positive attitude on this team. It's going to take Kennesaw State far this season, and it's important, as we heard from Brandon Sutton, to get you through preseason drills. They're already past the camp stage of it. Now with school starting, we have those changes to the schedule. It's still a grind out there. The guys are ready to hit somebody else in a different jersey. They've got to get through it for a couple more weeks. We look forward to seeing you September 2nd against Reinhardt University. Get your tickets now, ksuals.com slash tickets. Three different ticket options, headlined ones. Season tickets, mini plans, and single game tickets. And then from there, truly a smorgasbord of options to pick from this season. KSUowls.com slash tickets or 
470-578-OWLS. 470-578-OWLS. Looking forward to seeing you September 2nd at the bank against Reinhardt. Until then, I'm Nolan Alexander saying go Owls.